This is the podcast, Putting on a Coat of Colors. This podcast is a community storytelling project of Coat of Colors, a council of Cathedral of Hope, United Church of Christ in Dallas, Texas. Our hope is that this podcast will make room for persons of color and their white allies who are both gay and straight to tell their joys and frustrations, to tell their sense of belonging and their sense of exclusion, to celebrate our uniqueness to the larger community and celebrate our commonalities, and to invite members of the larger community to join in this purpose. Thank you for listening. Now let's get started. Here is our podcast host, Thomas Riggs. For this storytelling project, we recorded a conversation between Darnell, who is a leader in the Coat of Colors Council, and Neil, the senior pastor at Cathedral of Hope. In this first part of the conversation, Darnell tells the story of what first brought him to Cathedral and the longing of needing a church connection that brought him back. Neil and Darnell talk about the differences in the church of Darnell's younger life and what he experiences now on Sundays at Cathedral and how those differences are something he has grown to appreciate. So I guess I'll I'll kick off then, um, Darnell. Um, So what brought you to Cathedral of Hope in the very first place, and how long have you been here? Okay. Well, um, actually, I can't... What made me stay is different from when I first started. When I first started coming, I I I had a partner, and I tried it, and it was so different from way... I was raised mm-hmm. uh, Southern Baptist. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't understand the whole uh, hymns and uh, reading off a piece of paper how the progression of the church went, mm-hmm. and uh, so I didn't. I didn't. Didn't it didn't last long? Uh, and he wasn't, I guess, the perfect person to go to church with in the first place. So, but anyway, but what made me come back is is a weird story that I was. I was. I remember being at home, uh, and do you you know how the times like you just have flashes of moments when you realize what you're doing? Yeah. So I I remember being at home, uh, and I felt empty, and I was. Uh, I don't know if I would. I I think my father had probably just passed. Um, my mother was already gone, um, but I was. I, I don't know. I just felt empty, and then I then our next moment, I was getting out of the shower, you know. Mm-hmm. And then you know I was like, okay, this is where Sunday morning. I usually don't do much on Sunday mornings, and then the next moment I'm I was getting dressed. I mean, not just putting jeans on. I was almost like in my father's mode because I when I come to church, you see me at yeah. church. Yeah, I channel my father. My father was a very sharp dresser and all that so but I found myself in those steps and then the next moment I was in the car heading to the Cathedral of Hope <laughs> you know uh, just wow. so so and then and I remember getting here and I most people always have, say they have when they first come to church they sit in the back row mm-hmm. I never did that uh, because the way my I was raised my parents used to always say if you're in the back row, you're, you're not participating or you're not hearing what's been said. So anything be, uh, past the middle or front, mm-hmm. 
you need to be there. So anyway, so I sat in a row and I remember Shirley, Shirley, what's her name? Was it Shirley Hamilton? Hamilton was mm-hmm. speaking. And, um, and you know how sometimes you say, well, when people, you, they're talking directly to yeah. you. And she was talking directly to me. I mean, even uh, to the point where I think we make eye contact several times. Never met. Mm-hmm. I never knew her. And, um, and then, I mean, ever since that time, I, I've been regular, pretty regular. So how long ago was that? I want to say six or seven years ago. Mm-hmm. Seven years ago, at least. You, how long you been here? Uh, I'm in my. I'll be seven years in June. So. Okay, so no, it's longer than that. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, it's, I was going to say. Yeah, uh, you know. yeah. So I've been here. I, I guess I was here through the whole gym mm-hmm. uh, phase and yeah. all that. So maybe nine years nine now. Years. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Wow, wow. And what makes you keep coming back? I mean, you know, Southern Baptist tradition, very traditional services mm-hmm. on Sunday morning because that's where you generally show up. What What makes you keep coming back? Well, one of the things I kept coming back, I know my, my I, I felt like my soul needed something that I wasn't getting. Um, so uh, the sermons always, I find something useful in the ser- sermons. Um, the people that I met, what is is good, which wasn't when I first moved, when I first came here, wasn't the case. It was a hard road yeah. <laughs> of, of meeting people because I people um, I felt were standoffish and, and of course some of that's my, me not engaging as well mm-hmm. but you know I it was it was hard getting used to and I just decided I was coming from me and not no one else <laughs> so what do you value about the experience on Sunday morning but I know you said the sermon gives you something and people mm-hmm. um, but you know if you're used to you know, kind of a more uh, Southern Baptist, I'm going to make some assumptions, mm-hmm. you know, more happy-clappy, more, um, not that every Southern Baptist church mm-hmm. is, tra- is happy-clappy, but, you know, that, that kind of different spirit, um, is, there, is there pieces of the service? Is, mm-hmm. is, does now the liturgy feel comfortable? You know, you know it's, it's, it's the opposite. I, I'm coming back because it's, it is different from mm-hmm. the Southern Baptist Church. Mm-hmm. Uh, being black, uh, gay male in a black church, I mean, every every sermon was something and saying that you're going to hell, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. or you know, you're not, you're not, God didn't make you that way yeah. or stuff like that. So yeah. Yeah. that's one of the reasons why I keep coming back because I'm, I'm, I was blessed with parents that never, forced church well when I was little they forced church on you mm-hmm. but as I grow grew up they uh, made a point my mother even told me heart I mean your ch- church is not in a building church is in your heart mm-hmm. and the, the feeling you get and the way you treat people is is church so um, I never felt bad and not going to church back there but also I felt like you need that reinforcement Sometimes, you know, you're here or just sometimes when you're in that space that you need to um, relate to other people that have that faith in God. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. So the reason I came, I keep coming back is because it's different. It's not. I love the message about inclusion. I love the message about uh, meet God, meet you where you're at, not the other way around, you know. And it's, uh, I love the message that you're not, you don't have to prove God prove things to God because God knows who you are and you need to have that relationship.
Thank you for listening to this edition of Putting on a Coat of Colors. This podcast is a community storytelling project of Coat of Colors, a Council of Cathedral of Hope, United Church of Christ in Dallas, Texas. Cathedral of Hope is the largest predominantly LGBTQIA congregation in the world. Our church has a strong community presence and global reach through its online ministry. We self-identify as a church that is progressive, inclusive, and social justice-minded. You can find out more about Cathedral of Hope at www.cathedralofhope.com. In the mission statement of Code of Colors, we assert that through faith, hope, and love, Code of Colors is a council for all people that seeks to decrease the cultural divide and increase a multicultural presence in the church and the community. You can find out more about the outreach programs of this group by searching Code of Colors on Facebook. That's spelled C-O-L-O-U-R-S. And request to join the group.